generally, when we classify the commandments of the Torah, uh, the usual classification is into mitzvot ben adam lemakom, that means commandments that govern the relationship, enhance the relationship between ourselves and God, mitzvot ben adam lechavero, and the commandments that enhance, make us aware, and govern the relationship between myself and my fellow human being. There are some who add a third category, mitzvot ben adam le'atzmo, the commandments that uh, govern the relationship with my own self. So those are the three categories, the two most famous between man and God, or humans and God, and between one person and another. Uh, generally, when we think about remembering the Exodus, which is a commandment of the Torah to remember that God took us out of Egypt, when we think about that, we usually think of it and define it as being mitzvah ben adam lemakom, a mitzvah between the human and God, or maybe mitzvah ben adam atzmo, a mitzvah that is there for yourself, relationship to the self, a recognition of what God has done for us, hakarat hatov, gratitude to God, uh, subjugation of ourselves to God and obedience to him, uh, remembering or realizing that God exists and that he is involved in history, divine providence, etc. And there's many aspects of the Exodus that do seem to indicate that it is uh, primarily directed at our relationship with God. However, what's interesting is, if you look through the Torah, you find a little bit of a different view sometimes. For instance, in Exodus 22, we are told, do not oppress the stranger, uh, do not uh, pressure him, because you were strangers in the land of Egypt. Um, in the book of Exodus, also chapter 22, we are told, um, uh, for example, um, let me see, yes, um, when you uh, find the ox or property of your friend, a donkey, um, lost, you should return it to him. When you see the donkey of your enemy crushed under his burden, you should not refrain from helping him. You must help him. Do not pervert uh, the judgment of a poor person in his uh, argument, in his litigation. Just keep yourself distant from lies. Uh, do not kill an innocent person, because I will not, God says, I will not justify this ever. And do not take a bribe, because the bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and perverts the words of the righteous. And do not oppress the stranger, because you know the soul of the stranger. You can understand it, because you were strangers in the land of Egypt. Again, the Torah refers us back to the land of Egypt when it talks about our relationship with the stranger, our relationship with the poor, our relationship with the oppressed. Leviticus 19, um, when a stranger lives amongst you, do not oppress him. He shall be treated as a citizen, and you shall love him as yourself, because you were strangers in Egypt. Do not pervert justice in your weights and your measures. You should have precise and accurate stones to measure things and volume measurements, and all this should be accurate, because I am God who took you out of Egypt. So here we have the remembrance of the Exodus, the memory of the Exodus, as a warning to us, you know what, don't cheat people. Have accurate weights and measures. You were slaves in Egypt. God took you out of Egypt. Don't oppress a stranger. Treat him like a citizen because you were slaves in Egypt. Uh, furthermore, we are told that when a person is forced to sell his property, this is in Leviticus 25, if a person is forced to sell his property, then eventually the property must be returned to him. God says, why? Because, you know, you yourself are strangers in the land. 
um, you know what? The, you are temporarily here in this earth. And we are told furthermore that if, a, if one of your brothers becomes poverty stricken poor, you should let, you're obligated to mitzvah to lend him money and you should not take interest for that. Why? Torah says, because I am God who took you out of Egypt. Um, don't oppress the servant, the slave, let him return to his family. Why? Because you're my servants, because I took you out of Egypt. Uh, just one after the other, um, and not only in the, in the Bible, the five books of Moses itself, but also in the prophets and the writings, we find references to this. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 7 tells us that when God took us out of Egypt, he didn't command us regarding sacrifices. He didn't command us regarding burnt offerings. It says rather he commanded us to listen to his voice and to walk with him uh, as he commanded us. And he goes on to explain uh, not to oppress people, to follow the principles of justice, etc. Micha, chapter 6, he tells us, that does uh, very famous, actually. He says that I took, God says, I took you out of Egypt from the house of slavery. I redeemed you. And I sent before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. Remember what Balak tried to do to you. He tried to curse us, etc. And then, what does it say at the end? In order that, when you say, how shall I approach God? How shall I pay him back? How shall I show my gratitude? He says, he says do not think you can do it with sacrifices. Does it, you think God wants thousands of rams and like oil, you know, rivers of oil, etc.? Shall you give your firstborn? No, you don't have to do that. What does God want? So it says the very famous verse in the Micha, or Micah, I think people pronounce it, chapter 6. It says, God tells you what's good. And what he wants from you, which is do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God. So what Egypt, what the Exodus from Egypt seems to be about, and this seems to be the Torah itself is telling us that, uh, is a remem- is to remember it and keep it in mind in terms of dealing with people justly, in terms of doing kindness, in terms of not oppressing the stranger, etc., etc. Very, very beautiful lesson. And very, very significant. Um, you know, we often ask the question, we give thanks to God for taking us out of Egypt. So someone once asked me at the Seder, which is a good question, what are you, why are we thanking him for taking us out of Egypt? He put us there in the first place. It's a good point. And there's numerous answers to that question. But one answer to the question is, and I don't mean to be flippant about the exile and slavery in Egypt, but one of the answers is that we were put there for our benefit. It's type of like spring training, to use an American term, spring training for being a nation. To be a nation, we need to be sensitive. To be the nation who is carrying the the laws of God, who is supposed to be representing God in the world, we need to be sensitive. Sensitive to strangers, sensitive to the poor, to the oppressed. We need to be generous. We need to pursue justice. We need to have all these traits. Where do we pick up those things? Where does the national consciousness of the Jewish people originate? The answer is it originates in Egypt. We picked up these ideas in Egypt. We experienced all of these negative things. We experienced the injustice, the theft. We experienced the slavery. We experienced being strangers in a strange land. We experienced prejudice. And unfortunately, we still continue to experience things, these things. And what that's supposed to do, what it is meant to do, is to make us more sensitive to these experiences, to make us people who will not cause these things, and to teach us a lesson for eternity. Um, about these about these laws. So one of the ideas of the Exodus from Egypt is, and I would say that we might be able to classify this commandment as not primarily a commandment between the human and God, but here, remembering the Exodus, talking about the Exodus, reenacting the Exodus, doing the Seder, could also be primarily a commandment between one person and another.
Thanks very much.